Hello and welcome to the podcast from Secretary to CEO. I'm your host, Caroline Fry, and this week we will be discussing boundaries, how to set them and how to maintain them going forward. So what are boundaries? Boundaries is a new term that's kind of been floating around the last couple of years. And why should we set them? So a boundary is a limit that you set for yourself and communicate to others about what you're willing and not willing to accept in your life. Like there's a great sign, oh, you've crossed the line now. So this is basically that line. What you have crossed would really be, that's your boundary that you've set. And these boundaries, they can be an emotional or they can be um, a mental boundary. For example, an emotional boundary might be deciding not to engage in conversations with someone who consistently puts you down or just drains the life out of you. You know, if you go into the canteen or you're, you're going out with that one friend that it's just, it's exhausting. You might just decide, you know, to kind of go, right, no, I need to protect my time and energy. And um, I am just not going to really be in my presence on my own with that person anymore. And that will be an emotional boundary. And then a mental boundary might be setting a limit on how many hours you're prepared to work a day. And for me, this was one of the first boundaries that I set a couple of years ago. Um, I looked at my time and what needed to be done in the evenings. And when I was home after six, the impact it had on me, the kids and the evening in general was really quite negative. I was too late to be in homework. I was tired. They were tired. I was not in the right space to help the kids. So I decided I needed to be home by 5 p.m. And when I really looked at it, I mentally switched off work by five anyway. So, you know, I was starting to think about what needed to be done at home. I was, ah, I, you know, I was kind of dreading what was ahead of me. So work wasn't really getting a focus. So it was kind of a waste of that hour. So I decided then at that point, no, I paid too high a price being home, you know, at six o'clock. That I needed to put a time in that and a strong boundary in that, that I need to be home. I need to leave the office at 10 to 5. Now, very fortunate. I only live 10 10 minutes from the office. But for me, it was like, no, out the door, 10 to 5, home at 5 o'clock. And when I start doing that, it was transformational. You know, kids were in better form. I was in better form. Homework was just done. We were eating. They were starting to get into sports. Like, you know, we were in the field. We were training. And it was just, it was calmer. And that was all because I had set a mental boundary on my time. That like, no, that role ends here and I need to start this one. So why should we even think about setting boundaries? Well, boundaries really help you define what's important to you. And it's how you establish a framework about how you want to interact with others. You know, so it's crucial for maintaining healthy relationships, really avoiding burnout and protecting your time and energy. And when your time and energy is protected, like that's when you get to perform at your best. But yet this is so important and yet so many people struggling with setting boundaries. I struggled, still do. And it's like we feel guilty or fearful of saying no to requests that are imposing on our time and energy. We just, it's like, no, can't do it. But however, Without boundaries, it's so easy to become overwhelmed, stressed, and resentful, which can have negative impacts really on both your personal and your professional life. So when I'm coaching my clients, boundaries is a common issue that comes up. 
And if I was to look back over the last, you know, couple of years and start to paraphrase the questions I receive from my clients, they would be this. So, you know, it would come in as, I never get time to focus on my work or get my stuff done. So what they're saying there is, what boundaries do I need to set in order to achieve my goals? And then it's, I feel I'm never off. Like, do you know, does that client not know I'm entitled to it? Like, seven o'clock and they're ringing me. So then it's really what they're saying there is, what are the consequences of not setting boundaries? But then it's everything ends up on my desk and how do I end up with the most actions out of meetings? So what we're asking there is, what do I need in order to feel more comfortable setting boundaries? And the classic, can people just not say I'm busy? So it's how can I communicate my boundaries in a clear and assertive way so that people respect them and adhere to them? So I'm going to start off with the first one. So it's like, what boundaries do I need to set in order to achieve my goals? And this really comes down to be able to identify your values and your personalities. What are your values and your priorities, both in your personal and your professional life? And once you know what's most important to you, that's going to help you make decisions about where to spend your time and energy. And then you'll naturally start to set the boundaries. So if we were to look at my example above, like of leaving the office there by 10 to 5, this was a priority for me as the ripple effect of me not being home by 5 was too high a price to pay. And I needed to be clear on the importance of that goal to leave the office by a certain time. And yes, that was challenged. Oh, just before you run out the door. No, tough. I need to keep going because that doesn't work for me. You had all day. You had many an opportunity to nab me during the day to ask that question. So you're going to have to wait because otherwise I pay too high a price for that. So you need to be clear on what your priorities are. So then we're looking at like your work hours. Like it's, you need to set your specific work hours and you need to communicate to your team and your clients. And I am all for boundaries, <laughs> but you can't just wake up, you know, this morning and go, right, that's it, enough, enough. Today is the day I'm setting the boundaries. I'm delighted if today is today that you were going to set the boundaries, but we need to communicate them. We need to, this is a change. So we need to actually deliver these boundaries now and set them up so they're actually going to succeed. So if you're putting a boundary there and putting that around your work hour, like it's communicating to your client, like, and this is you, you know, you're not just saying no, this is you saying, look, I'm more than help, happy to help you, but just between these certain times, you know, I can't just keep walking into my desk, like, you know, and, and, and interrupt me. And if you can start getting into the habit of this, this is how you can prioritize getting your things done and then ensuring you have dedicated time for other areas of your life, such as your family, your hobbies, your self-care. I needed to put that boundaries in. I had another life when I went home. I had to get into mammy role. So this is so important for me to be out the door at 10 to 5 so I could go off and do other things. And this is where I'm saying you need to have your boundaries around your communication. So you need to communicate that you can't be interrupted during a certain time. So you have to let people know, be it your spouse, your team, your kids, whoever is doing the interruption, that you need to focus on specific tasks and you can't be interrupted during that time. And it's like maybe letting your clients know that, yes, by all means, you can email. But it can be up to 24 hours before I might get a chance to respond to you. 
by doing things like this can help you prevent feeling like that you're constantly in call and then you're starting to focus on other important tasks that you need to get done. You also have to have a boundary around delegation. Now, I did a podcast around time management and delegation, so I go into that in a lot more detail. But like, it's so important to learn how to delegate properly so things stop landing back on your desk. Then you have to have your boundary around personal time. Like, it's okay to have a life outside of your business. I know, especially if you're growing your business, it can become all consuming, but it's so important to make time for personal time. Like you have to take the breaks, like you have to switch off. You have to schedule and create time for your hobbies and relaxation. If you do this, well, then you can prevent burnout. And then you're ensuring that you are making time for the stuff that brings you like joy and fulfillment. That's just not all work. Make the time to get to the training session or see your kids or go for a walk in the evening with your friends or your partner. Like, Make the time, put the boundary around your personal time. And we have to put a boundary around saying no. And like, it's so important to be clear on your priorities and goals. And this all helps when saying no. So if you think about it, like if a request comes in, can you do this? Can you look at this? Can you help me with this? Can you do this? If this doesn't align with your priority, you need to look at it kind of going, is this getting me closer or is this a distraction? And you are going to have to put a boundary around your time and your, and it could be saying no in that moment. It's not no forever, but like, no, I can't actually look at that right now. Come back to me in two hours and I'll be able to do it. And by putting these in and being absolutely focused on what your priority is, this can all help you avoid taking on tasks or projects that don't support your goals and ensure that you're using your time and energy effectively. So that's why it's so important and actually and how you go about setting the, the boundaries. But what are the consequences of not? And this is a classic, like, do you know what? I feel I'm never off. Like the phone is always ringing. Um, and I never have enough time to get things done that I need to get done. But without clear boundaries, you're going to have burnout. And you're going to find yourself, you could be working long hours and constantly feeling on call. And like, burnout can have serious negative impacts on our mental and our physical health. But then it can also like harm the quality of your work and your outputs. Like if you think about it, if you're working nonstop, how effective are you really? What's the quality of the work that you're going to actually deliver to a client? Like it's so important to have a switch off point. Your brain needs to recover and recharge. You wouldn't do it to your phone. Your phone actually can't sustain constantly being on. It has to be charged. It has to recover. Another consequence could be your poor work-life balance. Like without boundaries, then you can struggle to find the balance between your personal and your professional life. And this can lead to neglect of personal relationships, your hobbies, your self-care, can be activities then there's the increased guilt especially if you're messing stuff with your children you know why can his dad help out why is her mom like you know helping with the parents association and then this can just all basically harm you know your overall well-being and your satisfaction and if we don't have boundaries in like it's just insufficient use of our time and resources like without the boundaries, you're going to struggle to prioritize your time and focus on the most important tasks. And this can lead to inefficient, you know, use of time and resources. And this basically can end up harming your business's bottom line and growth. 
Like if you think about it, if you have your hand in absolutely everything, if everything goes through your desk, what you're doing is you're looking at everything, but you're focusing on nothing. Then there's no progress. Then you're getting frustrated. Nothing is moving and it just becomes a vicious cycle. Then without the boundaries, you're starting like, you know, you can start over committing and then under delivery. So without the proper boundaries, you can be tempted to take on too many projects or communications. You know, and this can lead to an under delivery or some poor quality work. This can harm your business's reputations and clients. Like if you're saying yes to everything, then all of a sudden it comes just about the work getting done and out as opposed to the service that you're delivering. It can start to strain your professional and your personal relationships. You know, you may struggle to maintain maintain healthy personal and professional relationships. And this can lead to conflicts and then misunderstandings, which is going to harm the business's culture and morale. You know, as well as your personal um, relationships. So you can go out and you promise the world to your clients and meanwhile your team, then they're back under pressure. They can't possibly deliver what you have requested and everybody loses. You? your team, the client, and for what? Not having the ability to say no, not being able to prioritize, not being able to focus, not being able to respect you and your team's boundaries. You need to have boundaries. So I suppose you're starting to get the point here and how boundaries really do lie in your control and you're you're the master here. You know, you're driving these. But I know you're still wondering, yeah, yeah, that's grand, that makes sense. But still, seriously, how does everything end up on my desk? And how do I end up with the most actions out of meetings? So basically what we're saying is, what do I need to do in order so I can feel comfortable setting the boundaries? And again, this goes back to identifying your values and priorities. You need to reflect on your values and priorities, both in your personal, professional life. Is this getting me closer? Is this a distraction? And this is how you need to start thinking about things that you are taking on. What's the goal here? Is it bringing me closer or is it taking me further away? And like knowing what's most important to you can help you make decisions about where you're spending your time and energy. And then you're just going to set the boundaries. So when the project does come and land, you have to stop and ask, is this helping me achieve my priorities or is this a distraction? And then you have to practice saying no. And I know it's such a small world word, but saying no can be difficult, especially if you're used to constantly saying yes. So practice saying no. No to small requests or commitments and gradually weigh your, you know, work your way up to the bigger, the bigger ones. And this is going to help you build your confidence. Like, if you think about it, how many times do you have to say no to your children for them to get the message? They're always got, man, can I have a treat? Dad, can I have a treat? Man, can I? And like, yeah, be great. I'll constantly say yes. But is that going to lead them to a healthy lifestyle? Is that good for them? No, it's not. So you have to practice no and be rigid. No, it's not happening. But to do this, it can be important to seek out support. Like, identify the people in your life who can support you when you're taking on this journey of boundaries. You know, and that could be maybe a coach or a therapist or, you know, we all have that one friend that is great or maybe there's a business mentor you use. Someone who has experience in this area. 
And having a support system, it can really help you feel more confident and less alone in your efforts, you know, to set these boundaries. Like, I seriously struggled with boundaries. Saying yes to everything and just saying I'm fine while I was dying inside. I was like a swan. I looked so calm, just gliding on the outside. But my feet were going 90 underwater. I needed external help to see why. Why did I come last? How could I build my confidence? How could I start saying no? Why did I always have to say yes? So it's really important. Seek that support. But then again, it's like you need to set your clear expectations. So I am emphasizing the point here. It is great. So we've decided today, today, the boundaries are happening. But we need to we need to actually communicate them and we need to set out what you're actually expecting. And by you setting this boundary, like this is it, I'm expecting A, B and C. So and then you also need to do it. You need to avoid apologizing or justifying your boundaries. Like, eh, sorry, yeah, I just need to get something done there now. And uh, oh, I'm awful sorry that I need to. I can't help you right now. But no. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Maybe look at it. No. That's not how you do it. <laughs> you know, we have to find a way how you can communicate your expectation in a confident and assertive way. And if you think about it, like maybe you decide, do you know what? Actually, there's just too many emails landing in my inbox after 7 p.m. And I feel that maybe there's an expectation that I need to answer them. And then I'm not getting to switch off. So maybe you could do a team communication or you could do a team meeting. And it could be something like this. It could be, hey, team, I just want to let you know that I am setting out some some new rules and some new boundaries around work communications just outside of business hours. From now on, I won't be responding to emails or messages after 7 p.m. on weekdays or weekends. And this will allow me to recharge and spend time with my family and be better prepared to tackle work the next day. And I understand that emergencies may come up from time to time, but please try to respect this boundary as much as possible. If you need to reach me urgently, please give me a call. But I believe this will be help us be more productive and achieve a better work-life balance. Let me know if you have any concerns. What you're doing here is reinforcing the importance, but it also gives your team the opportunity to set some boundaries for themselves. And it's so important, celebrate your success. When you successfully set and maintain a boundary, take that time to celebrate and acknowledge your achievement. And this can, you know, really help you build your momentum and your motivation. And it'll help you to continue setting healthy boundaries. When I decided that I needed the office, like needed to leave the office there at 10 to 5, this came out of an exercise I had done a strategic coach. I had to pick a habit that I wanted to work on. And this was one habit or one thing that you could do that was going to make the biggest impact. But then I had to take a box on that to say I had done it each day. And I got such a kick out of ticking that box. And there was so much joy and so much contentment that I was honoring a commitment that I made to myself to put me first. I learned the ability to say no. I am not answering your query at 10 to 5. I was prepared for the consequences. No, you're not. You have all day to ask me that question. My time is important. I have another role starting at five o'clock. No. And I got such a kick and joy. And it did actually lead me to go on to set other boundaries for myself and other things that all enhanced my life. 
So the final thing that we'll talk about then is, which is great. Can people not just see I'm busy? Like, seriously, do they not know? Honestly, how can I communicate my boundaries in a clear and assertive way? And again, this is being clear and specific. You know, you need to to um, be clear and specific about what they are and why they're important to you. So we've we've covered that kind of in the message above that you could do with your team. But this could be, you know, letting people know what you expect of them. So if you're in your office, this could involve setting a specific work hours to allow for interruptions. So you could say, okay, right, that's fine. If you have queries, you can talk to me between half nine and 10. You can talk to me between half 12 and one. And you can talk to me between, you know, maybe three and, and four or something like that. But then you could do something like creating a do not disturb sign single signal when working on, you know, important tasks or go and find a private workspace where you can concentrate um, without the distractions. But then you need to expect, you know, you need to set the expectations early and often. Don't wait until a boundary has been crossed to communicate it. You need to set the expectations early and you need to communicate them often. Like again, think of a child, think of somebody, think of when you're training something in, you need to be constantly reinforcing the message so everyone is clear on what's expected of them. Encourage your team to communicate their needs in advance to minimize the need for last minute interruptions. Like encourage them to, to maybe, you know, schedule a meeting or send emails with questions or concerns rather than just stopping by in your desk unannounced. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Encourage the interruptions at a specific time. Like if you can set your diary up so that you can have an hour, which is basically three 20 minute slots available throughout the day. But most importantly, you need to lead by example. You need to consistently stick to your boundaries and you can't reward interruptions by responding to them or answering the query. Otherwise, you'll never get it. If you do, it's your own fault. Like you can't. If you want to set this boundary, you can't reward. Yes, and this might be hard, but sometimes the other person needs to experience the consequence in order for them to understand, oh my God, she's serious. She's not actually going to answer. Okay, well, I have three slots. I need to learn the lesson that way. So then it's like using I statements when communicating your boundaries. And it's like if you use I statements to convey maybe how by them not honoring these boundaries actually impacts on you. You know, so for example, somebody walks into you and gives you a file. You could just go, look, I need time to think about that question. Um, I need to actually, you know, think about that. I need to be able to formulate the answer. Instead of going, rather than, seriously, you can't expect me to answer this right now. So maybe it's putting stuff like that. So then people get the message that they can't just walk in and interrupt that. You need to be prepared. You need to give advance warning. So then you have the time and you can prepare to answer it. And it's like that. You need to enforce your boundaries consistently. Like once you've communicated your boundaries, it's important to enforce them consistently. If you allow a boundary to be crossed once, it can be more difficult to enforce it in the future. Think about it with a dog. You let them open the sofa once. That's it. It's all over. You know, (laughs) so you got to You got to keep practicing. You got to keep doing it. You have to model the behavior you want to see from your team. So you have to go respecting their time and needs for an interrupted work. So show that you value focused time and then your team is more likely to do it. Don't go out and do something to your team that you don't want to do there. You know, like encourage. 
I need your time for 10 minutes there. Can you basically, I have a query here. I need 10 minutes. Can I put something in your diary so we can answer it? As opposed to coming over and standing at their desk going, I'm actually just after getting this client in and this query. What do you think of? So model the behavior that you want. And by doing this, your team will learn to respect it and actually apply it to themselves over time. And be open to feedback and compromise, especially if this is something new. And you've always been on call and now you're putting it back. So, you know, if somebody has concerns, it's like, how do you sit down and talk to them and maybe find, okay, so what is the issue? And then it might be coming out with like, look, you actually always have a slot free quarter past till half nine, but I actually don't start till half nine. Or, you know, you, by you coming home or saying, no, you're going to work later in the office or something that's impacting me because I need to get a childminder to bring to the kids or bring the kids or something or, or do something. So it's important that when you are setting these out and for getting this up and running, that you are open to feedback and maybe some compromise. And like, it's, it's about your time. It's about your energy and it's about your focus. So if boundaries feel hard and if boundaries feel unnatural, it's about leaning into, but this is getting the best version of myself. Like setting boundaries is crucial for achieving personal and professional success. Without clear and consistent boundaries, it's so easy to become overwhelmed, stressed and burnt out. And like effective communication of boundaries is essential to assure that others are going to understand them and respect them. And whether this is your team, your family, your clients, communication is the key. But it's important to remember, setting boundaries is not a one-time task. It's going to require consistency in enforcing them. It's going to require patience. But it's also important to remember that setting boundaries really is a form of self-care. And by prioritizing your own well-being, you're better equipped to lead your business and achieve your goals. By setting, communicating and forcing clear boundaries, you really can create a healthy work-life balance, prevent burnout and foster a positive and productive environment for you and your team. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and got some tips that will help you set your boundaries. And I wish you luck.